This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Hello and welcome to Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labrum with Alex Klingensmith and we are coming to you almost live from the studio here in the Financial <laughs> Detox studios. We're almost I know live you were, studio, you were sad huh, when you asked me to come in and I was like, I'm sorry, man, not until yeah. after Christmas. It was very sad, Alex. I'm always sad when you're not here. Well, it's, <laughs> and I miss you guys too. I, I was, it, it, we can talk about this on the show. Debatable. I had, I had a small amount of family members that said if, if they want Christmas to go forward that, you know, we, we all wanted to respect a certain level of, uh, of discretion for about 10 days before Christmas. And you know me, I mean, I, I, I'm a more of a risk taker than not, I suppose you'd say, Yeah. but got to respect the older generations if you want to see them for Christmas. So you're going to have to wait until after Christmas to see me in person again, I guess is, is what ended up happening. Um, and I'm bored. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not bored at all. I mean, I'm, I'm not bored. And, uh, I hope you're not bored either. I mean, our listeners, right? I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm bored in the, the sense that I miss, I miss being around people, right? I mean, we can all relate to that, right? Miss, me, yeah. miss being around people and, and indoors with, with friends and family this time of year, this is the season of being around friends and family and the season of giving, which is going to be sure. our theme for our show today, right? There you go. Giving. It's just, yeah. a, it's just a weird, it's just a weird year. Everyone's, we're trying to hold on to our traditions that we have, but, but having to make some concessions and sacrifices, probably I would imagine. Almost everybody listening, I think. Well, I, I got to tell you, it's kind of funny because, you know, you're saying you had to buckle down for your grandparents. I was, I'm worried about my parents, my kids' grandparents, how they're not buckling down and it's the opposite, <laughs> right? I'm like, wait a minute. If I'm going to go on a little bit of a vacation, I would like to be healthy on that vacation. So it's kind of, I'm like going, are we going to, anybody going to take any protocols? No way. It's like, it's bunko, it's book club, it's golf, it's f- friend dinners, it's everything going on. And then, you know, we're going to walk into a house and turn the heater on 85 degrees and everybody's going <laughs> to cuddle up and just spread COVID. <laughs> I think these are the kinds of conversations that everybody listening to this show are having right now. So we are real people just like you. We're dealing with all this stuff too. And, um, you know, I'm just when you really kind of pull yourself out of the out of it for a moment, though, I mean, having to worry about family and think about family, we're grateful to have family, right? I mean, what an amazing thing that not everybody can can say that they're talking about right now. Right. Um, we're grateful to be with family over the holidays in some way, shape, or form, right? And to have our health and and have all these things that we do have. Yeah, no doubt. Right. Um, well, we have all kinds of stuff going on here. End of the year, it's Financial Detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. You can check us out at financialdetox.com. Or give us a call at 877-707-8889, 877-707-8889. And we wanted to spend some time on this show and just talk a, a little bit about charitable giving, some of the things we've seen, some of the ways that you can use charitable giving if you are so charitably inclined to reduce your tax liabilities. And as we speak, I think we're debating and fighting in our, in our wonderful, such wonderful um, politicians are continuing to 
now debate and fine about about the next several uh, hundred billion or trillion dollars of stimulus, which is just crazy to think that we're just going to print another two point something trillion dollars. I think I saw one point eight trillion. Literally, <laughs> the, the range is big, right? I read it a few days ago, and it was nine hundred billion. And then I did see something that was two point exactly what you said. So I don't know where they're getting these numbers or how it works, but holy, holy cow! But we have like twenty-two trillion of debt. Geez, I don't even know what it is right now. It's sad. It's really sad, right? And the, remember the old example, Alex. I used to say this all the time. We're doing a lot of presentations and stuff, but talk about the difference between one million, one billion, and one trillion. Yes, if you try time. to equ- equate that, right? So one million, uh, if you think about one million seconds, how long is one million seconds? And it's 12 days. One billion seconds, which people kind of like one million, one billion, not that big a difference, right? They're pretty close together. It's like a one and a 10. And then you got a million turns into a billion. But no, it's, it's really like 100 million times 10 times. So a billion seconds. 1 million seconds was 12 days. A billion seconds is 31.7 years. So the difference between a million and a billion is 12 days in 31.7 years, if you break it into seconds. And then if you look at the difference between a billion and a trillion, which can't be that far away, right? Um, (laughs) The the 1 billion, again, was 31.7 years. A trillion is 31,000 years not 31 years 31,000 years so if we have 20 trillion dollars in debt it will take us 856,143 years to pay it off if we balanced our budget no chance and if we paid off one dollar every second for the next 856,000 years we might pay off all of our debt do you think we have a problem building? You're, you're overwhelmingly stressing me out here, Jason. With these, <laughs> this is <laughs> these numbers are well, okay. Hold on, let's tie this into the the, the charitable part back back oh, yeah. in there. So yeah. so here we go. Here's an example of how billionaires that that are around in this in this you know country or in this world, and how how much impact they can have, and how how all of our efforts actually can add up. Small efforts can add up to be a big impact as well. But I mean, you've got like what's the example? What's her name? Mackenzie Mackenzie Scott, right? Yep. Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, and she's giving away billions of dollars just this just this year, right? Right. Where, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. She the, she probably has professional teams of advisors helping her figure out ways to do it where it has the most impact, vetting vetting organizations and nonprofits and initiatives that hopefully have low overhead and and doing it in a way where she's getting some sort of tax benefit out of it. I would imagine, right? Yeah. But. That's, I mean, that's incredible, right? That these billionaires do have all this personal wealth and what are they going to do with it? I mean, how could you possibly even, what do you do with that kind of money? Yeah, hopefully you give it away. I mean, we are the most charitable country on the, on the face of the earth, right? We have given more to charities um, as a, as a population than really any other country. And when people are left up to their own devices, they tend to be quite charitable. And we're working with some clients right now that are creating their own family foundation. That family foundation is going to be required to give 5% of its money away every single year to a, a nonprofit organization, a charitable organization. 
what an awesome way for them to save a little bit of tax, but really to they, they truly are focused on giving, which is cool. Mm-hmm. So there's some things there. There's also some big changes that happened in 2020, Alex, on the, the amount of charitable deductions you could take, right? They moved it to 100% of your adjusted gross income mm-hmm. in 2020, which was amazing, up from 60. So if you made uh, $10,000 and you gave $10,000 away, you would pay zero tax. Well, you would pay zero tax at 10000 anyway. But uh, 100% deduction up to your charitable uh, or hundred percent of your income you could deduct. So that was, that was a new big change. Now they're talking about the $300 uh, uh, above the line deduction. If you choose the standard deductions for your tax return. So there's all kinds of stuff going on, but you know, what's even bigger than all this, Alex. Oh, what's that? It's the fact that a, I didn't start our stopwatch and B, <laughs> um, you know, this whole, um, the whole stimulus check and coronavirus stimulus that's going on as we speak, Right now, I just caught something 20 minutes ago um, out of the Washington Post. Trump is calling the recently passed coronavirus bill a disgrace, um, needs to move the stimulus payments from 600 to 2000 and get rid of all the wasteful and unnecessary items. Our government would not do anything wasteful and unnecessary, would they, Alex? <laughs> what What is this sarcastic tone? This is Christmas season, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Hold on, hold on. So I'm tired. Uh, I told no, you, I'm no, tired. They, I almost had a sleep attack. I don't know. No, the government would never waste our, our taxpayer money. But right. once, the, but the CARES Act or the, the first stimulus package this earlier this year, which they called the CARES Act, right? I think the the, the spirit of of why they increase it to a hundred percent and why they're why they're doing that that kind of stuff in a good good natured spirit is I believe that they were they had the foresight that when I say they I mean the government the legend and the people that wrote the, the act right senators and Congress people but they had the foresight to see that you know this is, is going to be a tough year financially for for everyone for many people I should say right. but especially for those nonprofits those those these, these organizations that are trying to help people that are volunteer based only sometimes like the Boys and Girls Club for example of Carlsbad yep. that you've been a part of for many many years yep. um, and then I and then I am now as well. And, and organizations like that, that they're like, we need to help people, motivate them. And, and, and unfortunately, sometimes that's through, I don't want to say greed, but giving them extra incentives, right, to yeah. to give away money. So I think that kind of foresight was really smart of, of, of these lawmakers. Um, I hope we can maybe not, not ignore the bad, but focus on the good there, right? right? That So how, how, what about the normal person? I don't have hundreds of billions of dollars like like these Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos types of people, what do I do? You know, what can I do to, to make an, a difference where I do get some sort of incentive to give away more money this year, if possible? Yeah, I mean, I think that's in the that's written right in the law right now that if you decide at the end of the year you have a little extra cash and you give it away, you will be saving money on taxes for that charitable contribution. The key is you have to make the charitable contribution to a uh, qualified. 501c3 or, or qualified charitable organization. So that's what we can do as individuals that don't have hundreds of billions of dollars mm-hmm. um, or hundreds of millions of dollars. We can, you know, give a little away. And, you know, I personally, you know, Alex, I'm a huge fan of, of, of letting people decide what they want to do with their money as opposed to high taxes. If you had lower taxes and you incentivize people to give, then you have a wonderful way that um, the poor and the um, unfortunate can get help through organizations and charitable organizations that people get to do through free market capitalism and their own good hearts. And you mm-hmm. see it happen all the time. Like you mentioned the boys and girls club, what a great organization where we're serving just in Carlsbad over 800 kids a day. Um, pre COVID we're, 
were going to the Boys and Girls Club, about half that now, I believe, but and going to the Boys and Girls Club and, and, and having a place to be after school when both parents are working or when the parents are still working and have a place to be where they can do homework, be in a safe environment, be in a, an environment free from drugs and bullying and and they can do their homework and they can participate in art and they can play sports. It's just unbelievable. And that mm-hmm. organization is just one micro microcosm of the whole network of charitable organizations. But it's uh, you know, serving 800 kids a day, totally um, funded by charitable donations, by individuals in the community giving money. You know what was what was blew me away that and, and I just joined the board and took took your seat of the, on the regular um, yep. club and then you you obviously went on to help with the foundation now but what blew me away was the the, the biggest fundraising event of the year for that club is is the gala right yeah big formal gala where there's a silent auction and there's you know it's like a party can't do that this year right there's no gala so they did a virtual gala which was like I was everyone was kind of cautiously yeah. optimistic yeah. but very. You know, they they lowered their expectations of of a net donation by like eighty percent or something. It went from like, okay, last year we did X, now we're going to hope that we get twenty percent of that number this year. I mean, that's a huge like sacrifice. They had to furlough people and lay people. I mean, even the CEO right had to yeah. had to move on. And and but then what I was blown away by was the the generosity of of the people of the community because they still yeah. instead of only raising twenty, their expected expect expected excuse me twenty percent, they ended up. I think, or we ended up 80%. Hey, let's take that to a break. We'll be right back in just a minute. It's Financial Detox, and we're talking about charitable giving, how you can reduce your taxes, do something good. It's the season of giving. It's the it's the Christmas season, and so we're talking about charitable giving. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram with Alex Klingensmith. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labrum with Alex Klingensmith. We're talking about charitable giving and the season of giving, and the government is giving right now in a big way. They're talking about passing, um, or they already passed. So what do we have? We had part of the bill passed, but then Trump says, no, it's not 600. It needs to be 2,000. The good news is, Alex, in the season of giving, our government has given us 5,600 pages of legislation (laughs) attached with the new stimulus bill, which is great because I'm certain that it should take 5,600 pages. That's not a joke, people. I am not joking. 5,600 pages. It's like the Bible to give away some money and help us with coronavirus. Nothing like our government to completely muddy up and make something completely horrific out of an opportunity to try and help uh, get Americans back on their feet who are hurting. Oh, man. Tell me how you really feel about about the stimulus plan. I mean, it just reminds me of Nancy Pelosi standing up there talking about Obamacare, and it was something like 8,000 pages, which nothing should take 8,000 pages to talk about. If it does, there's something wrong with it, obviously. Um, I think that's fairly obvious to most grown adults with a fully functioning brain. But if you uh, remember how she stood up on the microphone and just said, let's just sign it and then we can read what's inside of it. I do remember that. And it was a stack. It was a huge stack. (laughs) It was was like 17 Bibles stacked on top of each other. But you know, this stuff is really important and, and, and it probably takes that much. I'm being very sarcastic, right? I mean, it's unbelievable, right? It's, it's like if you can't, 
yeah, I don't know. I can't even. So that's not the point of our show, though, Alex. That's, <laughs> it's that's... okay. We're, we're just real people <laughs> with real feelings and, and reacting real time, just like everybody else. I think that's the point of the show, especially this time of year. I mean, we have to, I think we have to slow ourselves down for just a minute. I know usually we talk about, you know, detoxifying um, people from the financial blunders they can make with their own emotions and investing and how to be a good investor and good financial yeah. planner on your own or with an advisor and be fiduciaries. All these things we've talked about all year, but I think it's okay to be real sometimes and just say, it's the holidays, you know, um, gosh, I, we're, yeah. we're, we're real people just like, just like you, we face the same real dilemmas and, and things, um, right. which, which, which I think is one of the reasons why I I'm proud of us as a firm that we've, we are where we are. We have 10 advisors in four different generations and all kinds of different political and personal opinions and views, but it makes, I think it makes us really good for all kinds of different people as clients. Right. Well, and we, we do uh, respect opinions that aren't exactly as ours um, because there is a slight possibility that maybe we're not exactly right. So um, <laughs> it, would, it, would be, it would be awesome if everybody would uh, actually respect uh, other opinions as well and be more graceful for each other. But we're talking about the season of giving. We're talking about getting out um, and, and, and how Americans in general are one of the most giving societies um, and there's all kinds of 501c3 and charitable organizations that prosper and do great things for people all over our country. We talked about the local Boys and Girls Club and, and, and how that is. We talked a little bit about a family foundation, too, and things you can do from a, a financial detox perspective in helping your family preserve wealth and grow your wealth and also to help others, to create values around not only and transfer the values, not only around how you created the wealth, but also giving it and helping others, right? There's uh, a client once said something, you know, you spend your first half quarter or first third of your life learning, you spend the second third of your life earning. And if you do things right, you spend the last third of your life giving it away. And, um, and mm -hmm. that was a good friend and client, I'm sure taken from somebody, I think even Bill Gates said that or whatnot, but um, it is a good thought process. So we have a lot of clients that we help with this process of how do you give? And I think that it's going to become more and more important, especially when you look at a potential change in estate tax rules. We're talking about charitable giving and we're really just talking, Alex. I mean, let's be real this show. We're kind of just wrapping out about um, charitable giving and it's the end of the year. It's the season of giving. It's Christmas time. And, um, you know, there are some important benefits that can come out of charitable giving, reducing your taxes in years where you have extraordinary income, uh, particularly in the event of uh, liquidity events and whatnot, um, where you sell a business. And those are years in which charitable giving may be even more important if you're charitably inclined. But you know what's interesting, Alex? We were talking a break there for a second about closing out the show. And, and, and you know, certainly we encourage giving and it can be a great part of a financial plan, I think. But some people just are not charitably inclined. Right? I have several clients and friends and people, they're just not charitably inclined. At well, but, but I would ask them, what, how do they define that? Because I think that those same people that maybe aren't, aren't huge proponents of donating to things, maybe they might actually be the kind of people that, are, that really love to help others, though, right? Because that's what, that's what this not. is all about. Oh, come on. You don't have several <laughs> clients that aren't helping each other. That doesn't seem like, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's possible, but. I don't know. But I, I guess what our point is, is that uh, if, knowing where you fit in that maybe is, is, is knowing how you feel about charitable, about, about giving and being purposeful about it is what is, can be a very important part of your financial plan.
yeah. right? Because if you do it with intention and you do it with purpose, it can benefit you substantially and can benefit future generations. And more important, it can benefit all those people that you're giving to and that you're mm-hmm. helping out and you can create ongoing plans. I love the concept of a family foundation, right? It's also can be used. Uh, another way to do it is through a donor advised fund where you make a contribution to this personal family charity. Then that family charity has an obligation to give money away every year, 5% of the value of the account. But if done correctly and managed correctly, you can create this spirit of philanthropy and giving for for multiple generations, right? That could mm-hmm. exist through your kids, your kids' kids, and it can be an awesome family bond and a family experience that you have when you get together as a board of directors of this charitable organization, your family foundation, and you give money away to people who need it and you help people. And that that's awesome. And that is one of the tools that we see some clients doing now. We've seen clients do in the past and it's, it's pretty special, pretty neat way to, uh, to build in that philanthropy part of your, of your retirement or of your, excuse me, your whole financial plan. Right. Yeah. So, and, 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 and those can be a little bit expensive and can be a little bit complicated, but they're, it's not terribly bad once you get into it. And then also there's other ways to do it through a donor advised fund and just straight charitable giving too. Like we talked about the boys and girls club, just giving money to the boys and girls club. You get a tax benefit for that tax benefit for that and your money goes to help. You know, a big one too, Alex is, is gifting highly appreciated stock. So for example, if you buy a stock at a hundred dollars a share or mutual fund or whatever it is, and that doubles in value, you have a hundred percent gain. So mm-hmm. when you go to sell that, you're going to pay tax on all of that gain. But if you don't necessarily need that money or you want to give some money, that is the best money to give because you gift that highly appreciated asset to a charitable organization, they get to sell it and not pay any tax. Mm-hmm. And so let's say you bought that and you put a hundred thousand dollars in and it turned into 200,000, the hundred thousand dollars you put in, that's really all it costs you to give away 200,000. That's if impact you, right there. Yeah. Talk about impact. leverage. Yeah. Yeah. Leveraging. And if you ended up selling that $200,000 position, you would then be subject to tax on $100,000 and probably give up somewhere around 20 or 30,000 of that at least in taxes. So and how about a charitable charitable gift transfer when RMD does come back maybe next yeah. year? You know, you you have to take money out of your retirement account rather than pay taxes on it and put it in the bank and use it for something else. You know, how about how about transfer that to a 501c3 that is close near and dear to your heart and get, you know, and not have to pay taxes on that, right? Right. So in closing, I think that, um, you know, it's a season of giving and this is a great time to get with a fiduciary advisor like the Financial Detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors and allow us to help you incorporate the charitable aspect of your financial plan into your financial plan because it can be a really important thing and and quite possibly and arguably maybe the most important thing is what you give and what you leave behind, not uh, what you, what you make and what you spend. So check us out at financialdetox.com. If you'd like to have a consultation and you'd like to talk about how philanthropic and charitable giving ties into your financial plan, give us a call at 877-707-8889. And we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And we look forward to getting back with you after the new year at Financial Detox. Thanks so much for tuning in. Merry Christmas. To learn more about Financial Detox, 
And to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labram and intelligence-driven advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decisions. There is a risk of loss of investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors, financial situation, or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.